Hey y'all, if you are listening, welcome to not only the first episode in 2022, but the first episode of season two of the podcast, Redeemed in Saying So. I'm your host, Raina J, and I have a very special guest with me, my good sis, Deja Amore. Deja, go ahead and introduce Woo! yourself. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> crazy, crazy. Yeah. Hey y'all, I'm Deja Amore. And... Go ahead and give us, uh, you told us your name, where are you from, give us a fun fact. You know, I'm from the uh, small town called Hobbs, New Mexico, but I live out here in Dallas, Texas. Dallas, baby. Dallas, Texas. No side. You know what it is. I'm just kidding. Let me quit that. <laughs> um, fun fact is I do music and I have nine siblings. Nine siblings. Wow. Yeah. How was that? Because I have two. It's and... very tragic and it's very ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> it gets very ratchet. It gets very ratchet. Very loud. So, it very sounds loud. very loud. <laughs> Very, don't really even talk. <laughs> It'd be like that, though. It'd be like that. Especially when you move away. It's like, yeah. dang, I got people back home. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like, oh, hey, yeah. I'm still alive. I love y'all, though. <laughs> if y'all listen to this, I love y'all. BTW, she did say she has a song out. Would you like to tell me about that? You know, I do what you do. That's what it is. Oh, Look. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like you, uh, by yours truly. Um, Moore. Inspired by the man above. Um, it's, yeah, like you by Deja Moore. Y'all Where can they you. find it at? You can find it on all platforms. Spotify, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Spotify, All the above. Run it up, baby. Run it up. Go run, run up, up streams up, up on Spotify. Run yeah. it up. Like, what inspired you? What was it like writing that song? Um, what it really inspired me is this, like, coming into Christ. And it's like, man, God, I'm at the point in my life where I don't want to, I don't want to do what I want to do. I want to do what you do. Like, I, I'm in this life. And you say, um, just to pick up our cross daily and walk. If we're going to walk, we're going to walk with you. So help me to bring your kingdom on earth. So help me do what you do. And it's really about being about my father's business. Like I can care less about whatever else going around me. I'm about, yeah. I'm trying to do what my daddy want me to do. Like if you know <laughs> Jesus, he's like, I'm about my father's business. Like, am I doing his business? Like, I, so that's how I, that's what really inspired, inspired it. I was going to call it my father's business, but, uh, like you came up instead. So that's what I'm about. I'm, I'm here to do my, um, my father's work and that's it. Period. Yes, you should. Period. Point blank. No I do questions. what you do. I do what you do. Period. Period. So, to start us off, I'm going to do an icebreaker, a little random question just to get things going. Then we're going to jump into it. Yeah. So, the question is, would you rather have unlimited gas, but you can never get a new car? Or, would you rather have unlimited rent, but you can never move? So, the place you're in right now, you get unlimited rent, but you can never move from there. Or... Would you rather have unlimited groceries, but you can't choose what food you get? Mm-mm. That's hard, Raina. Um, I don't want to live where I live at, so baby, I'm going to go ahead and get that gas because the gas is really going up these it's days. Never get out. But you can't ever get in a car. You don't have this car until the wheels fall off, and then you're going to be pushing it. Mm, <laughs> I'm riding my man's car, period. Period. Put them on me. Put them on me. I got unlimited gas. So. <laughs> we can put the gas in this okay. one. Okay. <laughs> I ain't getting a new car. He got his new car. Period. So. Okay. 
<laughs> oh lord this is gonna be a lot okay so as y'all know the title is probably having y'all trying to be all up in my business but we're gonna get right into it and today's episode is i am not saving myself for marriage so in a lot of relationships both inside and outside of the church i hear people say that they're saving themselves for marriage meaning they're gonna wait to have sex until they're married yeah my question as a christian is why like, why is marriage what you're saving yourself for? Yeah. Why is marriage the reason for honoring your body? And I'm not at all saying that I disagree. I do believe that sex is a covenant for a married man and a married woman. Mm-hmm. But I want to further explore why we have to honor our body or the reason for honoring your body. Because I think there has become a false ideology that society has made that you're not complete until you're married. Mm. And... I'm not at all like I'm not anti-marriage and I'm not again I'm not trying to say like you shouldn't wait to have sex until you're married but I think a lot of people in this generation are Mm -hmm. looking for a marriage to complete them that's factuals and the issue I have with that is like you can't look to an incomplete person to complete you when the bible says that the two became one it was two whole people becoming one you know that they were whole because look at what Adam was doing before God gave him Eve. Mm-hmm. Adam had intimacy with God mm-hmm. before he had intimacy with anyone else. Mm-hmm. God had given Adam an assignment. He gave Adam instructions for his position on this earth. And Adam was stewarding over that. Mm-hmm. Then God had given Adam a helper to compliment him as in mm-hmm. adding to him. Mm-hmm. Adam was whole and then God added to him. Mm-hmm. And my point, again, it's not anti-marriage. My point is we are placing expectations on things and people rather than the one who has done the complete work, which is mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that can lead to either one of two things, which is idolatry and insecurity. Mm-hmm. And that's just the devil's playground right there. Okay. So, again, I'm not saying that it is wrong to wait to have sex until marriage. If anything, that's what I'm advocating for. But I'm saying we shouldn't limit ourselves exactly like to marriage don't save your body for marriage save your body and honor your body to glorify god period mm-hmm. big that so another thing about that statement i'm not saving myself for marriage is what are you doing what are you doing with your body Why until you, you get married mm-hmm. in your season of singleness how are you honoring god with your body yeah even when you're married how are you how after that how do you honor god with your body because sex is not the only way that you can defile your body Mm -hmm. so my question to you is for those who don't agree that sex before marriage is wrong what have you personally experienced or in what ways will you say having sex before marriage has affected you spiritually mentally physically or emotionally Mm -hmm. you asking me that Mm -hmm. you repeat that one more time (laughs) for those who say that they don't agree with waiting to have sex until marriage. They don't think that that's necessary. For you, as your personal testimony, what would, what have you experienced or what would you say that having sex before marriage, how has that affected you spiritually, mentally, or emotionally? Um, or physically? Off the bat, we all go into soul ties. Um, and that is when you lay with somebody and, you know, you're attached to them now mentally um, with your soul. You're attached with your mind, your will, and your emotions. Um, and that's why half of the time we can't get out of a relationship that God is calling us to get out of uh, because we're literally attached to them. And we wonder why we um, wonder why we can't get out. 
And also just with that, when you lay down and you make a covenant with somebody else, you're, you're literally, you're, 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 you're being made into one. You're being made, um, y'all two are coming together. So that's technically you're married right there right. because you just had sex, right. not because you got some papers signed or anything right. like that, but you just now have married this person and think about this person has also married other people. So now you have different types of souls being attached to you as well. Yeah. And you're wondering why you're now struggling with depression. You're wondering why you're now struggling with suicidal thoughts. You're wondering why you have anxiety. You wasn't having any of these things before you started having sex with a certain type of person. Mm -hmm. So it does. It Overall, having sex before marriage has affected me because that's something that I dealt with as well. Um, knowing God is telling me to let go of somebody, but I couldn't let him go because I've, I've attached myself with him. Mm -hmm. And I know and I, not knowing God that I shouldn't have because... Back in the gap, I didn't really know about soul ties. I'm mm -hmm. just out here, Me you know. Either. I'm young. I'm in high school. No, like, that's real. what you do. You have sex. That's what you do. Um, and you know, you're not thinking about soul ties or nothing like that. But now that I know, like what Paul said, now I have grown up and I'm mm -hmm. let go of my childish ways. I right. know about a soul tie. Um, that is what kept me in that relationship that I knew that God called me out of. Um, and yeah. But we all know God is a restorer. He can break you from those soul ties. And you can be connected. You can be connected and brought into covenant with Him, even though you have made previous co covenants with other right. people. Um, so yeah, that is how sex has affected me um, mentally, huh, emotionally, physically. Yeah, and uh, huh. and when you out here having sex, you have the possibility of we keeping it in a stack. You have a possibility of getting pregnant, or you yeah. um, getting transmitted diseases, and that's just real. Especially, yeah. and you have and think with with sex, you're giving the devil legal, legal access to you because, mm -hmm. uh, especially when it's not a marriage, you have now opened up a gate for the enemy to come in like a flood. Because yeah. like you have given, you have stepped in his, to his territory. God has no. You have allowed Satan to come in. Not it's not that God wanted him to come in, but we have allowed Satan to right, come you in. You gave him permission. You gave him permission by opening that door, and that's what we do half of the time. So now here comes the possibility of being pregnant um, or having those type of diseases um, because we have. Because think about our God too. God is not. He's a healer, so diseases is not connected to him. So who is the diseases connected exactly. to? Exactly, they're connected to Satan. So, yeah, that's all of it in a nutshell. It can affect you physically, mentally, emotionally, physically, all the above. Yeah, I'm glad you said soul ties because your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. Yeah. So when you lay down with someone, it's not just, well, even physically. Like, something you should consider if you're just laying around with people is, am I willing to risk having a child with this person? Bruh. Like, why are you laying down with someone you don't even want? to like risk having a child with and my thing was i was ready to have a child and not knowing that i wasn't ready <laughs> not you just out here trying to be a mother, be a mother <laughs> at, 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 as a teenager and i ain't had nobody's funds just <laughs> not you a child trying to be a mother and that's, what, that's how it is in the generation they it out here is. thinking they ready and they it not is. And babies people. are having babies have babies babies with babies that's what mm -hmm. it is it's scary and we wonder why our generation uh the next generation behind us are so like ill-equipped Seriously, they're not raised. They're not raised. The character is not there. Mm -mm. The character is not, and it's it's kind of scary because now it's like people are encouraging it, mm -hmm. or not necessarily encouraging it. And I'm not at all trying to bash anyone who has like who has a child yeah, out so. of wedlock never. or who had a child at a young age. Yeah, never. But like, 
where's the accountability? Mm-hmm. Where is the responsibility? At some point, when is it like, hey, you know, like, be careful. Be careful. Like, just take two more seconds to think about what you're going to do. And it's not even the prevention of just having a baby. It's the prevention of um, your soul. Like he said, I will hope your soul will prosper. We're trying to protect exactly. your soul. Exactly. It's not about you having a baby or whatever. It's about your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And th- even think about my mother, like, has she not, I mean, has she not had the baby she could have been further on along with her mm-hmm. own dreams, her own things like that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that is something that happened. So it's like, even then, we have to break that generational curse of mm-hmm. having kids at a younger age. Yeah. Because now it's just a lot, like... You have to break generational curses, man. Just think about how much my mother... I'm just sitting here thinking about how much my mother could have accomplished if she would not have had her child at a young age. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, if you do the same thing as your mother doing, y'all both have stopped at this wedge when you could have been, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, further. Right. So who's going who's gonna keep to it, keep it going? Who's going to stop it? You know what I'm saying? Who's going to stop it? And who's going to allow us to actually reach our dreams and the vision that God has ordained for us without that sexual sin blocking us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and that's a good point too because at least for me I think one thing that really stops us from seeing and recognizing recognizing those generational curses and cycles that we go through is yeah. lack of conversation. Lack of conversation, like, bro. Having a simple conversation, yeah, will bring about so much like there's no conversion without the conversation, bro. So if we don't ever have the conversation, because some things you don't necessarily pick up until it's like, wait, that happened. Like I didn't, I knew that my, cause my older sister has a different dad. Mm -hmm. I knew that my mom, like they weren't married, but I never put it together. Like how long has this been going on in my family? Mm -hmm. Like. Yeah. I don't want to be the one that has a child outside of marriage. Yeah. Not that not, I love my sister. I have no, like, that, I'm not saying it's an issue. I, I like, but that's not God's will. That's not God, what God has ordained It's not. Us. And I don't want to continue that cycle just yeah. because it's something that's been happening. Yeah. Like, just because it's normal doesn't mean it's good. Doesn't yeah. mean that it's God. Exactly. But had I not, like, I thank God for the discernment and the ability to recognize that, but... I could have recognized that a lot sooner had we had the conversation mm-hmm. of like, so what was it like having a child, mm-hmm. you know, at this age? Because my mom was in college, mm-hmm. like she was in community college at the time, but having to raise a child, that's now you got to put that time and money aside mm-hmm. to raise a child. And like you said, the money, it stops the progression. It stops the progression. Your money could be going to your dreams. You're building the vision, but you got to raise a child. Mm-hmm. Like it's so, and, and even then, you your money could be going to building your dreams and your vision, but you got to work on you know, buying pills and stuff because you got an STD. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, that's true. It's and it's like a lot of that stuff. Even the stuff like we always think that oh, I can just I can take medicine and I'll fix it, but that still affects your body in some mm-hmm. way. Like, and even with abortion, like okay, you didn't have the child, but mm-hmm. that still affected you. That affected you mentally. Mm-hmm. It affected you emotionally mm-hmm. more than you actually think. It exactly. Did. Yeah. So there's so much more into just laying down with somebody. Mm-hmm. Is that so that we don't more. consider? So much more. So for those who are waiting until they're married to have sex, in what ways do you think that we hinder? In what ways 
do we hinder our body other than having sex? Mm, just by... Wait, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. For those who are waiting to have sex until marriage, in what other ways do we hinder honoring our body unto God? Uh, just because you wait until you have sex until marriage don't mean you ain't masturbating. That don't mean you ain't watching porn. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> You That's just true. not having you just not having physical sex, but you still out here watching porn. You still out here masturbating. You still out here having toys and stuff like that. Okay, let me ask you a question about that. Can you get a soul tie by masturbating or by not physically like intercourse? Can you still like if y'all are just let's just be honest if y'all are just giving head? Mm-hmm. Can you get a soul tie from that? I would say yeah. I don't. I don't see why not. All right. I'll... I mean it's. It's honestly just as sex just as much sex. going on. Okay, sex is sex. It is like we, and that's what we do. We try to label it. Oh, we're just gonna hit. No, baby, you're having sex. You like, are. It's it's sexual intercourse. It's, it's just it's oral. Exactly, and it's not it's not pure. What are your intentions when you over here giving this man head? Like, exactly. What are you it's like you're just trying to push the boundary. Yeah. Like, how close can we get? What are your intentions? What's your intentions? Like, what? Why are you doing that? <laughs> Like it says, every, every God has created everything good, but not everything is beneficial. Mm-hmm. Like that's my, and I will live by that quote till I die. Like, yeah, that sex is good. It's great. That's why He created. He said, "Be fruitful and multiply." But is it beneficial? Beneficial for you in this season? No, it's not mm-hmm. because it's prolonging the destiny that God has for you because you sit up here doing stuff He said you shouldn't be doing. Deja. <laughs> right. <Ray. laughs> okay. Let's like, be honest, Ray. <laughs> No, for that real. Guy, you know what I'm saying? Because if you look at porn, like, I just, it it creates such a perversion of what sex should be yeah. in a marriage. Mm-hmm. Like, it creates this false sense of expectations between you and your partner because you see this person, you know, in porn doing flips and tricks. Mm-hmm. And now you put expectations mm-hmm. on your spouse mm-hmm. and you're disappointed when they can't fulfill that or they yeah. didn't ask to fulfill that. Yeah, like in or even like even if you're watching porn before you're married, now you're building up this fantasy, mm-hmm. and your wife or your husband is like, I, "That's not I'm not built like that." And now you're looking at the person that God has given you as a wife or a husband. Come on, Ray, because they don't want to have sex with you in the way that this false ideology mm-hmm. that you've created in your mind. These little uh, sex gods. No, These. seriously, that's what it is. Yeah. Like it's unnecessary. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So yeah, point, if you're not if you sitting up there talking about you waiting till marriage, but she's still watching porn and you masturbating, you are not correctly waiting. You're and, not waiting. <laughs> and the fulfillment that people get from it, like let's be honest, once you finish, it's, uh, shouldn't have done that actually. Like, and where's the? There's no fulfillment in that there's no fulfillment. you satisfy for a good 15 minutes and then yeah you want more and, and it creates a cycle that you're stuck in that you become bound to yeah because there is no sustaining there's in that no sustaining in that i'm letting yo there's no sustaining in that okay this is i have to say this this is uh i think this is come on now first corinthians 6 and 12 it says avoid sexual sin you say I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. And even though I'm allowed to do anything, I must not become a slave to any to anything. So I'm saying that again. And even though I'm allowed to do anything, I must not become a slave to anything. Yep. You're allowed. You're allowed to do what you, you want to watch for him. Do it. But now you have become a slave. <laughs> now look at like you. Like you stuck because you can't. 
Hello. You it s- does not give you like a deep satisfaction no. that God will like. It just won't last. Like you're done, and now what? Yeah. An hour later, you're gonna want more. Yeah, you're gonna want more. And even like Pastor Josh said, this uh, one Sunday he was like, "Yeah, the herbs and stuff are there, but we're called to dominate over it, not it dominate us." Exactly. It's, and you can't allow sex to dominate over you to where you have now become possessed because you can't control your own body. And yes, that's possession. Is when you can't control your own body. That's possession because it's it's not even you. You don't even know what to do with it no more. You don't even want to have sex, but you over here. You, you now you're doing it because right. you have been possessed at this point. At this point, you're a slave to your flesh. You're a slave to and your flesh. And that's so backwards. That's so right? backwards. That's backwards. Get to your. Get back to fasting. Please, please empty yourself. Just empty yourself. <laughs> die, 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 die. die, die. <laughs> no, but uh, you made a good point about the herbs because a lot of people are like. Well, I smoke and it doesn't say to like it doesn't say you can't get mm-hmm. high in the Bible. Mm-hmm. But like you said, that's something God gave us to dominate over and mm-hmm. now it's become something that is dominating over and you. And you're a slave to it. You it's like wasting all your money on weed. Okay. Cuz baby, who was spending money? <laughs> <The> big bills. <laughs> who was spending money? Okay. Yeah. I'm not buying groceries, but I will buy 2 G's. Yeah, no. <laughs> like See, no. it was that real. It was no. that real. It was that real. Mm-mm. That's real though. That's real. That's, that's real. That's something that was like, and it was like, and I was thinking, well, I don't smoke because like I don't smoke because I'm sad or I don't smoke to like try to mask my emotions. But it was something that like I did because I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. If I'm being honest, it's not something that I necessarily had. I didn't have control over it. Like it had control over me. If I nope. if my body wanted it. Guess what I'm gonna do? Cop. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna call him up. Where you at? Searching. <laughs> it's like no. Like, didn't even have the number saved, but I could find it. Like, and then even mentally, like, you're not sober minded. You're not sober minded. Like, I'm told I couldn't drive. Like, I don't know how people do it, but one thing I'm not gonna do is go drive somewhere. Like, I'm not <laughs> sober minded. And that's that's real. And that's how it is with sex too. You should never get high for sex at this point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and you're not sober minded. Because you're controlled. I'm sorry. And then you can't make the correct decisions because you're not in your right mind. You're not in your right mind, man. So, yeah, like we said, you sit up here, there, you be trying to wait till marriage, but you still are doing all this other stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> pushing the limit. Pushing like, the limit. Let bro. me see how far I can get. Yeah. Scoop, scoop, scoop. And then, so there's also those who say, like, okay, I don't smoke, I don't drink. Mm-hmm. But you overindulge. You like, overindulge. You don't eat until your stomach, until your hunger is satisfied. Mm-hmm. You eat until you can't get off this couch. Bruh. And let me just say, I'm guilty of it. Because <laughs> <laughs> one thing I would do is eat. <laughs> I'm screaming. That doesn't make it right, though. Like, no, me too. I'm a snack. why is it to the point where I can't get up off this couch? I need to take a nap to have some type of energy. Yo. That's not that's, that's not, not honoring good. your body. It's not honoring your body. Especially when it comes to gaining weight and uh-huh. then further along it becomes an issue for your health. Yep. And then he is wheezing, trying to do deliverance. <laughs> I'm just done. Uh-huh. <laughs> trying to cast a demon out of you just out of breath. Like I'm <laughs> That's true though. Like <sighs> that plays such a big part, like your health. Your health. In your day to day life. And we especially like our age. We take advantage of like the physical ability that we have because we getting up there and it's going to catch up to us one day. If we Bro, keep eating, day. like we ain't got no sense. Oh, we got to do better. And it just, the way just come, especially, cry. especially 
during um, the pandemic when everything shut down. Mm. All I did was sit there and eat. Girl, I enjoyed my life. How was I sitting there eating and everything was shut down? <laughs> Where was I finding food to eat? <laughs> eating this food <laughs> and i look up and i done gained 20 pounds sitting in my room yeah it's not under your body it's not it's not under it's your not body. that's not taking care of this body that god it's, gave me right your temple you yeah. <laughs> sitting there sick yeah this bird <laughs> what's it called bloated bloated no for real yeah then you got gas mm-hmm. and that ain't cute it's not cute <laughs> at all so we talked about soul ties and how your soul deals with your mind, your will, and emotions. Yeah. So even something like your mental health, what would you, how would you say taking care of that, how that, how that does not honor God? If you're not, if you're not emotionally mature or if you're not able to really say like, hey, I need help and you're not taking care of even your mental state, how is that not honoring your body? Um, first thing that comes to mind is uh, it's with the mind that we serve the Lord. Yep. Um, when you're not taking care of your mental state, how can you truly serve God? You know what I'm saying? Because so many things come to flood your mind, and here you are. You know, um, I don't keep going to the word possessed, possessed by many thoughts because you um are not you know renewing your mind daily with the word of God. Um, or renew, daily. You know what I'm saying? Or even just. Real, coming to the reality of things and facing the emotions that you do have and being real with yourself, being transparent and being like, this is where I met God um, come help me um, because even the psalmist talks about blessed the man who God has blotted out his transgressions and things like that mm-hmm. and God has forgiven him, we are blessed and um, we are blessed because we can go to God and even confess that yes we have fallen short God and he's ready and willing to you know, um, forgive us for the things we have done Um well, just putting that back in a nutshell, just really just acknowledging where you are where you have messed up and just telling God, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is, I, I messed up, God, um, and I'm not okay right now. My, I, I need you to, I need, I need your help to, you know, clear my mind because there's many overwhelming thoughts that's trying to consume me right now, God. So I need you to help me, help me to think on things that are true, that are pure, that are holy, that are up, that are, that um, a right report. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. So God help me. Um, and when you're like, when you're not in a, like I said before, when you're not in a good mental state, it's hard for you to serve God because your mind is wandering. You're a double-minded man. You can't choose. You know what I'm saying? Like, so your mental health is very important. Mental health is very important. Yeah. And I think a big reason that I'm going to talk about in another episode, but something that people struggle with dealing with mental health and they're not being able to even have control of their emotions mm-hmm. is that people are not willing to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I think it's out of fear of looking weak mm-hmm. or even feeling weak or being judged. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But it is like once I'm transparent about where I'm at and I'm vulnerable about where I'm at, mm-hmm. Then I have to take on the accountability for it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm going to sit here and tell you, like, this is where I'm at, mm-hmm. I should be able, as someone who is my true friend, my true brother, sister mm-hmm. in Christ, if I'm coming to you and telling you what's going on, we pray about it, we deal with it, but I have to take some accountability. I can't continue to sit in that. Mm-hmm. I have to get some type of help. Mm-hmm. I have to take some type of action 
to say I'm not sitting in this state because this is not honoring mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. I can't, I'm not in my right mind mm-hmm. when I'm sitting here depressed, mm-hmm. when I'm dealing with heaviness, mm-hmm. when I'm sitting here thinking about taking my own life that mm-hmm. God has given me. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes. we don't even realize how far into not dealing with our mental health, even being stressed. There's been times when I've been so stressed mm-hmm. that my body gets sick. Mine too, I get achy. Mm-hmm. And you're right. We do avoid vulnerability because we don't want accountability. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes we just want to stay in that loop of depression. Like as much as we say we want to get out, no, it feels good to just. It's comfortable. Sometimes. Yeah, because you don't want to fight. So it's so we do avoid vulnerability because we don't want to be held accountable for the actions that we do. We do avoid, you know, what I'm saying even going deeper into that. We avoid telling people that we have messed, we messed up. Yeah, we have masturbated, we have sinned, we have fallen short. We have let this God just touch up all upon us. This, 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 and third, like, because we don't want nobody to, you know, say you got to stop doing that. Because it feels good. It does. It feels good. It feels good to sin. Of course, it does. It does you know what I'm saying? But once it's, it feels good to do those bad things, but it's not beneficial to your soul. It's not. It's it feels not. good to be laid up, knowing you're not married over there shacking up. It feels good, but you gotta come out of that. You gotta come out of that. But yeah, yeah. So, is there anything else that you would like to share about um, honoring your body and why it's important? Mm, I think your body is important because, in so many different ways, it's like. And one thing my pastor even told me, I have this purity ring on because it's our like, pastor. First of all, don't say my pastor. my pastor. Like we don't go to the same church. I went to that church before you. Oh well, it don't matter. I'm How's he your pastor? He's not my pastor. He's, he's our my pastor. pastor, guys. And she's he's mad our about pastor. It. And she does things like this, and I'm just tired. Jesus. Okay, let me fix my words because I got a hater on my right. Thank mm. you. Come correct. Our pastor, but she told me who. <laughs> she was like. um... The purity is not just for you. It's for the people that you are called to. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, it shook me. It That's shook good. me. Because you're holding out. You're not holding out just for yourself. You're holding out for the people that you're called to. And even then, when you're in a relationship, you you got to reverence the man that you're with. Mm-hmm. Because or woman. He, yeah, or woman. Because you got to think about it, They are called to many people, too. So if you defile on their body, I mean, you messing up their ministry. That's how I see it. Like, um... You're messing up the people that we are called to when we don't fully honor each other um, correctly uh, in Christ. Because especially when you're coming together as a relationship and you're trying to build a kingdom thing, you can't be over here playing with fire because you don't get burnt. That's true. And it's important, man. Don't think about yourself when it comes to purity in your in your know your temple. Especially if you're in a relationship, think about your significant other as well. No, and, seriously. You know what I'm saying? That's vital. Even like friendships, like yeah, friendships. Any type of relationship, you yeah. want to make sure you're connected to someone who honors what God is calling you to. Yeah, because you could even, like you say, you can steer your friends off on the wrong track too. You know, they struggle with masturbation and you know lust, and you in a whole relationship, and you over here talking about y'all kissing and stuff like that. You know, your friend's struggling. You can't talk like that around her. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, let me see. I was looking up scripture because that's just what I do. It says, okay, 1 Corinthians 10, 23. It says, you say I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. You say I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is beneficial. Don't be concerned for your own good, but be, but 
for the good of others as well. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't be concerned with your own good, but for the good of others as well. Like, don't be so concerned about, you know, just honoring your temple, but think about the people that surround you. How can you honor them? Um, even going back to the greatest commandment of all time. Exactly. Love God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and your spirit, then love your neighbor as you love yourself. Exactly. It's God, you, and then your neighbor. So honor your neighbor, too. Like, you got to honor them. Like, you can't just be out here doing anything because the people that are attached to you, you know, God is watching how you honor them as well. So I would say, overall, your purity isn't just for you. It's for the people that's attached to you as well. And for the generation after you, I mean, if you stop, if you stop, um, um, if you stop having marriage, you know, having a baby before wedlock, you're stopping a whole generation behind you from having, you know what I'm saying? A whole generation. You know, you're stopping Because this baby generation. is not just a baby. Yeah. Like, this is someone who has its own purpose and yes. assignment in this yes. earth. Yes. So if you hold it down, P.O.P. hold it down. Period. You know what I'm saying? You, you're blessing the generation after you because you can say, we did it, we held out. You know what I'm saying? So we believe that you can too. You're helping your children, man. Be that person that is willing to say, like, it stops with me. It stops with me. You got to go beyond yourself. But that takes vulnerability. It takes accountability. Mm-hmm. It takes transparency. Mm-hmm. It takes self-control. Like, it takes self-control. Look at your fruits. It takes the Holy Spirit. That. Because, like you said, we just is redeemed and saying, so we ain't we ain't saying stuff like we ain't been through it. Mm-mm. We just sit here and And I didn't do it by myself. You know what I'm saying? We did didn't not. do it by ourselves. We've been through the fire. We've been burnt. We've been refined. And now we're redeemed by God himself. So that's why we're saying what we're saying now. Like, it, it's not easy. But the Holy Spirit can help you by the grace of God if we're willing and we yield to the Holy Spirit. That. Like, don't get so confident in your flesh. Mm-mm. Don't sit here and say, okay, Mm-mm. well, I haven't done it. I haven't done this. I haven't smoked. I haven't drank. Mm-mm. I haven't had sex in this long. Mm-mm. Because it takes one bad day one bad that you day. trip up and fall. And now look. Slipped. Stuck. Drowned. So, yeah. Slipping and sliding. By the grace of God, we are redeemed. Shoot. Truly. It's saying so. Period. Period. That part. Well, Deja, I thank you so much you know for your you time. Is. And your. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you acting up? Why are you acting up? This was this, y'all. This was this. Hey, I think we gonna do is act up. <laughs> but I want to thank you so much for your time so and your transparency. Um, and I thank you all for listening. I pray that something was said that draws you closer to God. Amen. Please share this podcast with someone you like. Share it with someone you love. Share it with someone you hate. Share, share it with someone that you don't like. Share it exactly. with someone because you don't know who needs to hear this. But until hey. next time, I love you all. Peace. Big God. Thank you for keeping me. Thank you for keeping me. Thank you for keeping me.